The topic of this podcast is password managers and uh, what they are, how to use them and the choices you have. Uh, but background to this is that uh, everybody uh, loathes usernames and passwords. Everyone's having trouble recording them and then when they need them, they can't find them. And then you go through the whole hassle of resetting them. It really is a pain. Uh, And on top of this, we're encouraged to uh, change our passwords frequently, which just exacerbates the whole issue and the whole problem. Ideally, it would be great to have something that manages your passwords and even inserts the username and passwords. And this is where password managers come in. So in this podcast, we'll look at why you need a password manager and the options that you could choose uh, for your password manager. And then we'll look briefly at uh, one that I use and uh, find very good is just the free KeyPass password manager as an example. So why do you need a password manager? Well, unfortunately, nearly every website and uh, corporation that you use requires you to have some identification in terms of a username and a password. So whether it be banks or Facebook or Google or Big Pond or Microsoft, they all want to identify you and know that it is truly you. And the way they do that is by you having a a unique username and then having a password that only you know. And then, of course, because we have so many of these, people tend to simplify the whole situation by using the same password for each of these uh, companies. And this is really dangerous because... If uh, somebody managed to hack or find one of the companies you're accessing and and find that password, it's highly likely you've used it on a number of other companies so that they can get access to those as well. People have various ways of trying to remember these passwords or record the passwords. Uh, Some people store them in the browser on their machine And I'm not a great fan of doing this only because I guess I don't trust how secure it is in the browser if you had to give that piece of equipment to somebody to repair or someone broke in or whatever. Um, I'm not sure if it's really, really secure as as it's being held in the uh, browser. Uh, Other ways of people remember what, what those passwords are is they write it on stickets and then glue it to the side of their monitor, which isn't also pretty good, I mean, as far as other people accessing it is concerned. Or they write it in a book, which isn't a bad idea, write it in a notebook, and they often keep that in the desk drawer associated with the computer, which um, if you get broken into, might not be the best place to keep it. Um, But it really is a good thing to have some piece of software, an encrypted piece of uh, software that holds these passwords securely and only you have access to them. Uh, And even the bigger benefit of it too is these password managers, as they're called, can then actually insert 
the username and password on each website that you visit. So it also takes out a lot of the effort of having to type in a username and password as well. So that's really the reason to have one or look at having one. So you want to give a password manager a try. Uh, what options do you have in selecting an appropriate password manager for your use? Uh, there is programs you can purchase, um, and those programs are downloaded and loaded on your machine. And these can be free or they can be charged on a monthly basis. Uh, the free ones are pretty good as in KeyPass, the one we will use as an example later on. And there's another very similar one called Password Safe. They are both free to download and use on your own machine. There's other programs that you can download like 1Password, which you use uh, on multiple devices and you still though pay so much per month. There is another way of doing the password manager um, process and that is to store all these passwords not on your own machine but to store them in the cloud or in the ether as some people call it and this way you don't have the actual data on your machine or device um, it's stored in a central location uh, and probably you don't even know where that is uh, these you also pay on a monthly basis uh, for a variety of plans, uh, some simple, some more complex. Some of them are free if for basic uh, storage. Um, the problem is, is who do you trust? Um, do you prefer to have the information on your own machine or your own device, or are you comfortable enough in letting someone store it in an unknown location um, and on servers that uh, you have no idea who owns them or who can access them. And this is the problem. You're, you're entrusting some very valuable information in terms of all your account passwords. And what you need to know is that if you have a single password to get in, only you can get in. There's no what's called backdoor entry to your store of passwords. I mean, all these companies will say there's no backdoor. And if you um, forget your master password, there is no way they can recover it or they can get in to recover your passwords. I mean, obviously, they're all going to say that. But do you absolutely trust that's the case? Um, the one uh, comforting thing about uh, simple programs that you can download for free, like KeyPass and Password Safe, is that the software for these programs is what's called open source, which means technically any IT person can read the code for these programs and make sure that there isn't any easy way to get in the back. So there is no backdoor. Um, the, 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 the actual software is public information software and it's uh, easy to check whether they have or have not allowed themselves a way to get in around the master password. So it's really a case of what's most comfortable to you. Personally, I prefer the, uh, that style of thing, a, an open 
source program like KeyPass, which I have loaded on one of my machines. So I know where it is and I know that it has been checked as much as possible uh, by others to make sure there is only one way in and that's via the master password. Okay, so let's look at the free password manager called KeyPass. This is one I've used for many years and found to be very uh, reliable and has all the functions that most people need. You can get this program by going to the KeyPass website, which is at keypass.info. KeyPass is spelt K-E-E. P-A-S-S. So it's keypass.info. I'll put the full address in the podcast notes. If you go to that website, you will notice that down the left-hand side, there is a heading saying getting keypass. Under that, the first item is downloads. Click on the downloads button and it will take you to another page which shows you four green Download Now buttons. There's two on the left and two on the right. The two on the left are for installed versions. Uh, These are the versions that are installed onto your own PC machine. And of those two, there is a version one and a version two. I would recommend that you use version 2 if you're starting now. I've used version 1 for many years and I'm sort of using both versions. But uh, version 2 would probably be the best place to start. It is a completely rewritten um, version and it does have more features and functionality than the older version 1. But they're very similar to use. I mean, once you've used one, you could use the other, they're so close in terms of the user interface. But if you're starting today, start with the version 2 and you'll see that it's numbered version 2.45. The 4.5 just means that that's the version number uh, within version 2, so it's 2.45. It gets updated uh, perhaps every couple of times a year, Um, not that often really. On the right-hand side of that page, there is the equivalent versions 1 and 2, but this time for a portable version. This portable version of KeyPass is designed to run entirely on a thumb drive or a flash drive and is really handy if you want to take your passwords on an international trip and you're in the UK visiting with friends, you can just plug a flash drive into their machine and access your passwords. It will not leave any program or any database on their machine. So as soon as you unplug the flash drive or the thumb drive, you have taken it all away again. So that's why it's called portable. It's best to start with the install version first before you attempt to use portable. Um, So I would recommend you install the version 2.45. So download that file and find it in your download folder and double click the file and it will install on your machine. 
Having done that, the process in creating the initial database and master password and then putting your usernames and passwords in is um, a little complex to get going. Uh, once you've done one, it's very easy to go back in and just keep putting in more and more usernames and passwords. So to help with that initialization of the database, I have created a YouTube video, which is available from my YouTube video channel. And the address for that will also be in the podcast notes. So firstly, go and download the program, get that installed, and then have a look at my YouTube as to how you get going setting up your database and putting in your initial passwords. Mm-hmm.